Welcome to the Toxic Masculinity Podcast, where we discuss everything from the standpoint of a toxic male. I'm your host, Chris Thomas. Today, we're going to talk about the NBA, give a nice wrap up where we are in the season. Um, it's the beginning of March, <clears throat> and uh, try to see where the season going to go from here. Uh, I'm definitely an avid NBA fan. I bet on it. Not heavy. I'd rather bet college basketball, believe it or not, um, but... Um, I follow the NBA a lot. Um, if you haven't checked out the Kobe tribute, do that. Yeah, all-time great tribute. Um, so, yeah, let's get into the NBA. Um, last night, the Rockets played uh, the Clippers. Really wasn't close. The Clippers, they're my favorite to win it all, even though I'm a lifelong Laker fan. Um, Clippers just came out and did what they do um, offensively and defensively. Russ is probably my favorite player in the league right now, um, besides AD, um, and he had a good game. He been one of the best players in the league, if not the best player in the league since January. But uh, he had a good game. He was all right. Um, finished with like thirty one and fifteen, um, which is great for most. But the way he got it was I. Um, Harden didn't do too much, so. Um, <clears throat> That was really the big game of the night last night. Tonight we got Bucks and Lakers. I really don't know who's gonna win that game. You know, most times you will say, um, anybody, any other team that wasn't led by LeBron, you would be like, Okay, give me the Lakers, you know. Um lost the first game in Milwaukee, wasn't really close. Give me the Lakers. But LeBron, he don't really care until it's the playoffs. So, um, shit, you might just be like, yeah, it is what it is. Y'all do what y'all do. If y'all win again, y'all win again. If y'all make the finals, we'll see y'all then. Um, so I really don't got to lean in that game, but it's a packed slate. I really haven't even looked at it to uh, break it down. It's a couple big games tonight, but that's definitely the biggest. Then the Lakers and Clippers are Sunday too. Um, so <clears throat> on the East, I'm just going to start East and West breakdown. On the East, honestly, Toronto looks great to me outside of Milwaukee obviously Milwaukee at times looked like the best team in the league um on pace to win about 65 70 games freak is going to be the um MVP maybe the defensive player of the year um you know Milwaukee I just worry about teams doing what they did last year they're gonna wall them off and I feel like Harden got in freak head a little bit because I've been watching freak lately Ever since the Harden comments, and he's been taking a few more threes, it seemed like a few more step backs, a few more turnarounds, and teams want that. He's still going to get his numbers, but in the playoffs, they're going to let them other people beat them, and I just don't got faith in Middleton and Bledsoe and them boys like that. Maybe they got some, you know, more size, more shooting, DiVincenzo and Corver, they, you know, they got, <clears throat> they got more help, but... I just don't know. Um, if I had to choose right now, it'd be Boston. Tatum playing great. You know they got a. They don't have really much depth on the bench, but they got so much depth in the starting lineup that they should be able to stagger their lineups like we thought Philly was going to be able to do. But they're looking like a dumpster fire. But something tells me they're not done yet. They could be because Ben and and B don't get together. But I mean, damn, if they don't at least make the conference finals, one of them boys got to be gone. All right. But like I was saying, I like Toronto. Toronto and Boston will probably be outside of Milwaukee. I would do Milwaukee, Toronto, and then Boston. I love Toronto length. I love that all they boys basically look and play the same damn near. Like they all long, um, athletic, almost lanky. 
if they're not lanky, then they kind of bulky like Surge, um, OG, and they got another young boy, I think his name Ross or Davis, Terrence Davis, something like that. You know, all athletic, all can shoot, all can dribble, all can pass. Um, they do have limitations, but I think that they could be a nightmare in a series because just like last year, um, without Kawhi, anybody could give you buckets. So um, I, I like Milwaukee, then I like Toronto, then I like Boston. Toronto and Boston, basically the same to me. Um, <clears throat> Toronto just got so much more depth, man. It's crazy. And I like their length, Pauls. <laughs> uh, as far as the West... You know, it's the Lakers and the Clippers. Give me the Clippers. There ain't much to even go into. Um, we had to talk about that AFC real quick. The AFC should be fun. Memphis got it now, but they got a tough schedule. They have been playing hard. I like the Kings. The Kings been playing well. They lost last night, I believe, to Philly without Embiid and Simmons and Richardson. But, and their coach is trash, yeah. So, I don't know. It's, it's going to be... It's going to be a race. If I had to choose, I would say Pelicans is losing. Um, Memphis. Because uh, you got Memphis. You got the Kings down there. You got the Spurs down there. Oh, Portland. Give me Dame. If I had to, I'd give me Dame. Just because Memphis got the hardest schedule left. And the rest of them teams really don't have schedules like that. Um, I don't like Portland at all. I think they're so overrated, even though if you can be overrated struggling for the uh, AFC, you know, they got a lot of good names, but they don't play defense. Um, so, but I, I could see Dame as he's the best player amongst those down there. I could see him elevating his team. Zion is great, um, but they got a they got an easy schedule, but they, they don't play defense like that. They don't play defense like that. So, um, we'll see. Um but a lot of young guys. And real quick on Zion, I love Zion, but um, we'll see with, with Zion. Obviously, he's going to be able to wake up out of bed and score. And I'm, actually, that's what I was most worried about. But now that I see that I was wrong about his scoring, because I was wondering if he was going to easily put up 20 and 30, and that's what he's easily doing. And he don't even got his win. My thing is he's not a rebounder like you thought he would be. Like I thought he was going to be a rebounder because um, he's so big and so strong and athletic. Hard body to move. But when I watch him and I watch, he don't really even go for rebounds, especially on the offensive boards. Um, and not a lot of people do, but he's always under the basket because he do the pick and roll all the time. So the only offensive rebounds he get is off his own misses. But if somebody else shoot, he don't really move people and get offensive rebounds. And defensive rebounds, he really don't get those either. He don't really look interested in them. He, he just lets somebody else get him. He'll box his guy out. And if he don't got nobody to box out, he'll just stand there. So I was expecting to get more rebounds out of Zion. but um, And sometimes he just look like he's struggling. He just looks like it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know if he is or if he isn't. You know, he might just have that that walk about him where he looks like, uh, it hurts the move type shit. I don't know. But, um, you know, he's aside from that, he looks great. Um, and only thing, like I said, I would worry about is rebounding. Um, now back to the top of the West, Clippers, Lakers. Well, we can go to the middle real quick. To me, I've always said it, Denver trash, Utah trash. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Sue me. Houston tough to me. I love the uh, small ball lineup. I love Russ. I'm a Harden fan, too. But I love Russ. I always thought it would work. 
We'll see what happens. They've been playing very well. They like 10 and 3 or 10 and 4 since they started the small ball. They have lost their last two to the Knicks and to the Rockets. Um, <clears throat> but before that, they beat the Jazz, the Lakers, Boston. They've been they've been playing well, so we'll see. They need uh Harden, and I may do a whole individual podcast about this at another time, but they need Harden to be more aggressive. And they need him to shoot better off of passes. I know he used to boogie in and doing the dribble, 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 step back shit. But, you know, <clears throat> and I love that he just give Russ the ball and let Russ cook. And Russ will cook. Russ been cooking. Best player in the league, probably, besides Freak, since January 1st. But Harden still got to be able to get in his bag. Like, you so multifaceted that, I mean, it shouldn't be a game. Like, I don't know. Once you get Russ going and get his get him popping he getting his points he get into the hole you should be able to take over three four minutes and get your numbers start doing your thing and it seemed like when russ start popping he just fall back too much for me like he fall all the way back so <clears throat> they might get that figured out they might not who knows but it's about the clippers and the lakers laker fan love ad fan of Bron, but the clippers just better you know <clears throat> we got two Hall of Famers, one is in their prime with AD, one is, you know, back into their prime with Bron, all right? Um, and our supporting cast is decent. It's not, it's okay. We don't even have a clear third best player. Clippers, oh, man, um, all-time great Hall of Famer in his prime. Another Hall of Famer, which is Paul George. Um, <clears throat> AD is also all-time great Hall of Famer, uh, but... Paul George is going to be a Hall of Famer. Not all-time great, but he's going to be a Hall of Famer. He's in his prime. Plus, they got two dudes off the bench that'll give you 20. Plus, they got Beverly, Shamit. You know, they got a clear pecking order. Like, you don't know who their third best player is because it could be two people. Shit, it could even be Marcus Morris, 40% from three, very good defender, averaging 17-18 for the Knicks, even though they was trash still. Um, So, um. I would take the Clippers in six or seven. Um, and the Clippers actually, out of the Clippers, Milwaukee, and the Lakers, the Clippers, if I'm not mistaken, are, um, they have the best odds. So if you're a bet man and you like the Clippers and you're feeling what I'm feeling, I think it's 100. You put 100 on them, and um, they might be plus 300. So it's one to three. You put 100, you win 300, get back four. Um, put 50, get 150, get back two. Um, you know. Uh, so that's the West. That's the East. Finals prediction. Give me the Clippers and give me Milwaukee. I'll be lazy with it. I'll be lazy with it. Just because I don't know if Toronto got enough offense. Um, <clears throat> and enough, well, enough three-point shooting to deal with Milwaukee. Even if they shut Freak down, the three-point shooting might be too much, and Freak will have a game or two where he wins it for them. Um, Boston, they not deep enough to me to beat Toronto or Milwaukee in the series. So, yeah, give me Milwaukee and the Clippers. They give me the Clippers. And give me the Clippers in seven. Nah, give me the Clippers in six. Clippers in six. Alright, uh, we're going to do a quick rundown of uh, the awards, who I like and what. And that's going to be it. MVP, give me free. 
LeBron been doing his thing. He been making a push, but AD lead us. You know, I'll be trying not to say <laughs> AD lead the Lakers in everything except for assists. Um, in threes, and he's third in assists. He lead us in points, rebounds, blocks, steals, field goal percentage. If I'm not mistaken, well, that might be Javale or Dwight or some shit. So it's tough to give him the MVP, even though he ball it. And Freak team gonna have the best record, and Freak is better on both ends. So yeah, um, six man, give me Schroeder. He been balling. Lou Will been nice, but he been starting a lot. Trez been nice, but give me Schroeder. He he kind of came out of nowhere. He was all right last year too, but this year he he really uh getting into his role. <clears throat> uh, for defensive player of the year, give me AD. Um, he ain't missed a bunch of games. He can guard one through five. He up there with blocks. I know White Side up there with blocks too, and I know, but nah, he don't play good D. He just chase blocks. And Freak is a monster too. It, it's either Freak or AD to me. Um, Coach of the Year. You gotta look at um the boy from Memphis, but nah, Vogel for for us is he's yeah Vogel, impressive, but um. Let me see. Damn, it might have to be Boonoser from Milwaukee. Damn. Maybe Nick Nurse. Spolstra. It's some uh Gimme um shit, give me Boonhoser. They're gonna end up winning both sixty seven. And if they get to 70, and they got a chance to win 70. So give me Boonhoser. They win 67, 68. It's going to be tough not to give them coach of the year. Give me Boonhoser and, and, you know, it's future. So you can make two bets. Give me Boonhoser and give me uh, give me Nick Nurse. I can see Toronto keeping that push going. Um, And most improved player, probably Shy. Shy Gildress Alexander. Okay, see, and I guess that that speaks to Chris Paul being good too, um, <clears throat> but he also got help. He got good help on Okay, see, cause Shy been balling. Shy up there. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else I could put up there. With Shy, Sakiam improved again, but last year was really his year. Bam. Ooh, it's going to be out of Bam and Sha. Uh, uh, give me Bam. I'll take Bam. All right. So, just to wrap that up, uh, MVP, Giannis, most improved player, Schroeder. I mean, uh, most improved player, Bam, six-man Schroeder. Defensive Player of the Year, AD, Coach of the Year, um, Boonhoser, Finals winner, Clippers, and six over Milwaukee, all right? Um, thanks for listening. Peace and love.